This week, we talk about why Antarctica is off limits to the public. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Swerve Podcast. It's your co-host, Izzo. I'm joined by Magnum. If you're a first-time listener and you're wondering what you've stumbled across, we are the Swerve Podcast, and we are two random dudes on a mission to understand everything in the universe, one obscure topic at a time. So our premise here is very simple. Every week, we pick a topic that we don't know anything about, a listener-recommended topic usually, and then we research it and then discuss it on the fly during the podcast. But I think before we get into today's topic, Izzo, you have some words. I do. Uh, just want to let everyone know that we do have a Patreon. Yeah, okay. uh, so that's patreon.com slash the swerve podcast. And there you'll find two tiers. We have a $1 tier called the ride the wave tier. What that'll give you is access to all the episodes that we release on a monthly basis for Patreon only. So for $1, you'll be added to that list and get access to the bank of episodes that we have. Then we also have the $3 slap the ass tier. And what that will give you, will give you access to those bonus episodes, but you will also get uh, all of our main episodes and those Patreon episodes a few days before anyone else. So you'll receive them on Sundays rather than the typical drop time of Wednesdays. Sick. Now we do have a tradition on this podcast. Maybe Izzo, while you're on the mic, we'll, uh, Educate the listeners. Of course. Of course. Yeah, the tradition here is that we like to drink while we're recording the podcast. Uh, every week we like to try something new, take some drink recommendations from the listeners. And this week, uh, you know, we we do a round table. And this week we actually are making the same drink with different ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have, I'll go, I'll go first, it's the Cali Mocho. It is a Spanish drink in like created in the 1920s i think uh where it's one part red wine and one part coke so i've got coke zero because it's uh less calories but the wine i have is actually pretty cool the actual name of this particular wine is called sasquatch so it's a black currant flower wine and at the back here it says sasquatch presents everything you expect from a medium-bodied well-structured dry red wine Ripe red fruits are followed by notes of spiced dark chocolate and balanced with a smoky oak in a lingering smooth finish. And then it just says it pairs well with red meats, but it's good on its own as well. Sick. So I, we did have, this was a, we have, there's a listener from Madrid, Spain that actually recommended this and I'm sorry, but his name is eluding me at the moment, but that's, he turned us on to this. So yeah, I made a, a Cali Mocho as well. His name is Miran. Shout out to you, Miran. This is my first time having this drink. Apparently, he was saying in his message that this is a, uh, it's kind of like a cheap drink the young folks drink in Spain because like it's just Coke and, and like wine. So yeah. you just mix it and, you know, it's like one of those like, fuck it, let's fucking go. So I have, uh, I'm using Raven Conspiracy Wine, which is a nice little wine out of the Okanagan Valley in uh, Canada. And what else do I have in here? I have I have regular Coke. Not Coke Zero, regular Coke. And uh, as I was telling Izzo before we started the podcast, I don't usually have a lot of Coke in the fridge, but I had a free two-liter given to me the last time we ordered pizza. It just <laughs> gave me a free two-liter. So I was like, fuck yeah, score. 
Let's go. And now we're making Cali Mochos with it. Ew, it's delicious. It's actually such a good drink. <laughs> it's surprisingly uh it surprisingly works. Yeah. It's surprise I thought it was gonna be terrible, but it's actually it's not bad. <laughs> no, I've had this drink before, like when I was a young teen. Oh, you you fucked with it too? Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, Coke. So yeah, just it, what it's just part one part Coke, one part uh wine, yeah. and it's it's good. Um, but before we maybe I had another thing. I have some other shit going on here. So I, I wanted to start the episode out with a a shot of fandango. I wanted to uh just start with a nice little tequila shot. Keep you warm for the episode that we have in store, you know? Keep the insides yeah. warm. Yeah, yeah. And then I have a I have a white claw that's half finished, but I also have this red double. It's just a red double. That's it. A red double? What is it? Like a Kool-Aid? red double. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> it's sparkling ice. Whatever oh, the fuck okay. this is. This yeah. is zero calories. So that's why I'm using it. It's just two shots of vodka in a glass. Nice. Nice. So <laughs> having said that, maybe let's get into the basics here. This is going to be a crazy topic. Number one, because I have so many drinks on deck. Um, <laughs> but number two, I don't know. This is just... It, 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 I, we're talking about Antarctica and how it's off limits or it's alleged to be off limits or how it's guarded or I don't know. There's so many different tangents to go down with this topic in particular. But before we get through the basics, I want to shout out David Cheesem. This was a Patreon recommended topic by David Cheesem. So shout out to you, sir. And uh, hopefully we do this topic justice. Maybe before I even say it, like, did you know that it was off limits? I, I knew that it was off limits. I just didn't know how strictly it was enforced before this episode. I have qualms with this topic and it'll come through as we talk about it. But like when I was looking into it, it seems like a lot of people were saying it's off limits, but it doesn't seem like it's that off limits yeah. like based on what I was looking at. Okay. Yeah. But in the ways that it is off limits... I guess it's peculiar, but we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. But like like you said, there's a lot of different ways to go about this topic. So maybe it's not something we just cover in one episode. Maybe uh, on a different episode, we take it down a different route. Yeah, I actually, I would think that would be probably the way to do. There's so much shit with Antarctica. It's like... Yeah, so many conspiracies. Yeah. Or it's, just like political shit that you could talk about too. <laughs> it's a rat's nest. <laughs> um. But okay, so the, again, like the idea here is that, you know, people say Antarctica is off limits and at least maybe if it's not off limits to like tourism, which we'll get into, there are some like heavily guarded areas that are inaccessible. So it's like kind of strange. That's kind of like the, the, the what we're going to be diving into here. But just while we're in the basics, just to give some background on Antarctica, um, I mean, this was obvious. But it wasn't obvious until I read it. Antarctica <laughs> literally means the opposite of the Arctic. Did you know that? You have yeah. a big wine glass too. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like pretty much the whole bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. 
So that's a fun fact you can throw out when you're at dinner parties and you want to be annoying. Uh, you can just throw <laughs> you throw that one out. To be to be fair, the Arctic was like the magnetic North Pole, or the Arctic was discovered first, and then it was like a race to see who could discover the opposite of it. So no, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's a factoid. Um, so like like you were saying, it's located at the South Pole. Um, it's the world's southernmost continent, obviously, and it's the fifth largest. So it's pretty big, 5.5 million miles squared. 98% of it is covered in ice. Uh, this is something I read about it. It says, uh, Antarctica, it's the highest, driest, iciest, coldest, and windiest place on Earth. So yeah. I don't know if it has a Guinness record, <laughs> you know, like the world's tallest, fastest man. You know, I didn't know they were giving out combinations. Yeah. I mean, technically, it's considered a desert because of how dry the atmosphere is down there. So that's cool to think about, too. It's covered in ice and all this, like, fresh water, essentially. Fresh water? Dude, we're going to be fighting over that soon. It's glacier ice. Fresh water? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's a huge commodity. It's going to be a huge commodity coming up. (laughs) That's what, dude, Canada, we're going to get under attack with our our, uh, Great Lakes. We got a lot of fresh water here. (laughs) Yeah, we have, I guess so too. Yeah, so it's minus 90 degrees Celsius or minus 130 Fahrenheit. So it's it's like that's cold as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) You'll die without a jacket. Like that's colder than like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think like in the winters here, like a very, very cold day, it'll be like minus 40 centigrade or Celsius. Sorry, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and that's a pretty cold day, but like minus 30 to like minus 35 is like not atypical. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is like minus 90. So like even for us, like it's pretty cold. <laughs> it's- yeah. Like even when it does get to minus 40, it's always like, oh, if you go outside for what is it like a minute, you'll get frostbite. Well, yeah. if you go outside in here, it's like you'll get frostbite within like seconds probably seconds yeah 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 i just have a fun fact i said this before on the podcast but like last winter when i was just like walking outside it was it was really windy and it you know it was like a minus 35 to minus 40 day and i just blinked and then my eye froze shut like i literally just (laughs) blinked and my fucking eye froze shut like it wouldn't reopen yeah (laughs) so that's how fucking cold like minus 35 minus 40 is like you will blink and your eye freezes shut this is like double to triple that so i don't know it's pretty deadly yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, you can't fuck around when you're in antarctica maybe that's why you can't go there it's just not safe I, well we'll get into it that actually is a prominent reason that people say so it's the only continent that didn't have a native human population but there are hundreds of people believed to have died in antarctica like just through various expeditions and journeys and just yeah um, even scientific research, I have a little case study. Uh, what's interesting about Antarctica, it's not owned by any one country. It's kind of a coordination of many. And I have a whole thing on the Antarctica Treaty coming up after the basics, but that's interesting. It's like the one place where there's not really... Uh, there's claims, but like not in the way we would typically think. It's kind of like a shared space, although there are... Uh, it is divided by different nations. 
Um, there's no citizenship or government. So it's just like whatever, whatever when you're there. But I did read that the United States now stations um, special like deputy U.S. marshals in Antarctica to provide like law enforcement. Yeah. So like, yeah, there is no government or citizenship, but like really like, I don't know, this is, this is the libertarian coming out in me, but like, you know, a government is like a monopoly on violence and it kind of seems like the United States have established a monopoly on violence in the Antarctica by issuing these marshals. I mean, so who else? At the end of the day, if they're enforcing shit, well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, who else but America, you know? Yeah. America. Yeah. I think they, <laughs> America. Um, I think they have the biggest base there too. Um, obviously if i mean you know funny enough because like canada i think we don't even really like we coordinate there um but like you would think because we're used to like this type of weather like we'd have like an established shit there but like we're not yeah like we we have stuff there but it's like a part of other shit it's not like it's not like the states like the states have like it's called mcmurdo station i'll talk about it in a second but i don't know it's just funny i mean Canada, we're we're content with having our peace in the Arctic. It's too far for us. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I was gonna make a comment, but I will refrain. Um, no, <laughs> I don't have. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> you're, you said we have the peace in the Arctic, and I was like, yeah. No one else. No one it tries to fuck with us except our own fucking government. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> that's like that's. I don't know, man. And it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so here's the thing. Tourism is not banned. So like saying, the, the blanketly saying Antarctica's off limits is completely incorrect, although that is the title of the episode. But there are, it is heavily regulated, and we'll talk about that. So there's a lot of science that goes on there. And I found, uh, typically there's about 3,000 scientists uh, in the Antarctica in Antarctica during the summer, but that decreases like quite precipitously in the winter. There's only about 400. So I guess there's like not permanent people there really. Like it's kind of like a turn, big massive turnover depending on the weather, but there are people there, some people year round. So I talked about like how the United States, they have like marshals there and shit. So they also do have a huge station. It's called McMurdo station. And at that station, like, there's a coffee shop. There is two ATMs, so you can, like, actually, like, get cash. Um, a general store and a post office. Like, you can send mail to Antarctica. Like, yeah, that's kind of, like, to me, that's crazy. That's, like, really cool. So, <laughs> I don't know if there's any scientists listening to the podcast. We'll send you some fucking sticker packs. Let us know. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> That'd be so sick. Probably cost, like hundreds of dollars for some stickers <laughs> it should just cost a stamp it should just because it, sh- it should just be a stamp but it might take like six months to get there yeah. it should be like it'd be like three canadian dollars <laughs> in theory there's just a swerve podcast sticker on like a urinal there or some shit <laughs> that'd be the best yeah let us know if you're in the antarctic or if you're in antarctica and you're listening to this i will send you stickers for free Please reach out. Let's talk about the Antarctica Treaty coming out of the basics here. 
it's important to know this just so that we can understand like why things might be off limits um, or why certain things could be off limits. Basically, like there's a bunch of countries that agreed to not own the land and like they wanted to only use the areas like research for research purposes. And I think in so 1943, I think there was seven nations. So it was France, the UK, New Zealand, Norway, Australia, Chile, or Chile, and Argentina. They were kind of all trying to like fuck around there. Uh, Nazi Germany actually. This is important to remember this because it'll come up later. Nazi Germany actually tried to do an expedition there or several in 1939. So there's like a lot of conspiracies around that. But really it was those first seven that I said. And then, so the Antarctic Treaty was signed in December on December 1st, 1959. And it came into effect June 23rd, 1961. And basically the treaty was among these countries. There was 12 that signed. And they were like, okay, hey, we're only going to use it for peaceful purposes. It's going to be cooperative scientific study. And all the observations will be made freely available. So there's like 55 research stations there now in 2022. And like the, the original is 12 countries that signed Argentina, Australia, Belgium, Chile, France, Japan, New Zealand, Norway, South Africa, the Soviet union, the UK and the United States. So at the time it was 12, but in 2022, now there's 55 uh parties so like 55 other countries that are associated with it but like only 29 of the 55 have like a voting status whatever that means i also like read that some of these like slices of uh antarctica also overlap for the countries yeah there's no real claim to it (laughs) yeah there's no yeah there is no real claim but again it's like whoever has the monopoly on violence like they kind of yeah they have the last say (laughs) yeah i guess you're right (laughs) and right now it seems like the united states has that there at well i mean worldwide as well but definitely not canada (laughs) like a royal canadian mounted police policeman (laughs) out there send them out just like on some dumb horse trying to do nothing. <laughs> uh, essentially, these countries, they've, they've agreed to ban military activity there and economic activities such as like mining or oil drilling because they want to preserve the environment, allegedly. Um, although I'm sure, I'm sure in like some of these research bases that are like militarily guarded, I'm sure that there's shit going on that like is illegal yeah. But like there's no law there. So it's like you just do it there. Yeah. And there's no like no one overseeing it. I'm sure there's a lot of like black ops stuff going on. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. Am I crazy? No. I heard it uh Oh yeah, you have it in your notes here. But there's gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a fuckload of gold. So it's funny when I was researching this, they were like, uh, so like they said military activities banned, but the U.S. like wanted to like test atomic bombs there. They're like, well, we just want to know, like, we just want to blow them up where it's cold. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, they're like, all the other countries are like, no, 
So they banned that idea. But it was just funny. They were like, yeah, we're just going to test our bombs there. We want to know how it works in the cold. It's, I just, it's just funny. That would so they, they, uh, really ex- expedite global warming or the melting of the ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Melting of the ice caps, yeah. Uh, I just it was just funny, but we'll come back later. There actually was some nuclear testing near Antarctica, or maybe even s- towards Antarctica. We'll, that'll come up later. Mm. There's a an operation, of, but we'll talk about that towards the end. T- just talking about like mining and oil drilling, I read that there's an estimated 513 billion barrels of oil in Antarctica. Wow! <laughs> so I, I, the the U.S which uses a fuckload of oil, they use about 6 billion barrels per year. So, like, in if you were to, like, you know, start fracking or, like, drilling for oil or whatever in Antarctica, you'd have, like, 50 years of oil, no problem. Wow. For the U.S. I'm, I'm honestly, like, somewhat astounded that there's been... Well, I guess maybe it's just so harsh that it's not economically feasible, but it seems like there's a huge incentive to you know, start fracking, like frack it up. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, when there's a need, we'll see what happens then. Hey, well, I mean, we'll see what happens, what's going on. I don't know what's going to happen in Europe and stuff this coming winter, but energy's short. I mean, but there's a lot of resources that are still untapped where we can mine. It's just politically difficult, I guess. Yes. So there are volcano. I read that there's volcanoes that literally spew out gold in the Antarctic. In Antarctica, how many times does volcano erupt though? Actually, I have information on this later. But the volcanoes there, they are like under the ice. Like a lot of them are under the ice. Yeah. So hmm. I don't know how. I don't know, but there is activity there. That's cool. So that's kind of like the Antarctic Treaty. And I mean, essentially, it's just a bunch of countries there. There's really no law. There's no government. There's no citizens. It's just a bunch of scientists and like tourists and shit, mostly scientists. But there are like a bunch of research stations. And a lot of those are secured. Um, Like they're not open to the public. And it's just like one of those things. It's like, well, let's just talk about just for instance, let's, you know, Essentially, the international community, they're kind of all on board that using CRISPR technology to genetically edit the the genome of like an embryo. So, that, you know, like you could genetically engineer a child, essentially, yeah. if you did it at that point when it's a single cell. That's extremely frowned upon. I believe there was... <laughs> there was... You've heard this in the news, like in, in China, some guy one of the scientists there did actually edit uh, the genome of an embryo. And the re- the rationale was he wanted the child to be less um, susceptible to HIV. Yeah. You've, did you hear this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, it's been done, but it was like really, really frowned upon. And funny enough, like, I, I really hope I don't get this wrong, but I do believe also that it just so happened that that edit, there is data to suggest that that also increases intelligence. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, is it? I I might I I might be wrong, but that's my recollection. This was how this was a long time ago. This was like four years ago or something. Yeah, that that, this that happened. That's ringing the same bells. Like, yeah, yeah. 
So like it just so happened to be like a certain edit that would also it's you know involved in IQ or something. Yeah. But my point being, so like that's illegal and frowned upon by the international community. But like in in the in Antarctica, it's like if you set up a lab for CRISPR, you know you could you you just bring sperm and eggs down there, like and everything would be frozen and preserved, right? Hmm. Like you don't even you, you you and you could literally do those experiments there. And no one would know. Yeah. How would you know? No one would know. So like my point is, I don't know. There's probably some shit going on there. You'd be crazy not to think. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy, but like I just I'm like, oh, that's clearly what's happening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I don't know what most of the re- research there is trying to do. Like, is it discovering what's under there? Is it, like, trying to make inhabitable areas more habitable by, like, running? Like, how do you grow plants in Antarctica in an in, inner dome or something like that? I don't know what the research involves. That's a good question that I would like. That would be fun to dig into, actually, like, what they're actually doing. But I mean, for my... It, or, they, sorry, go ahead. They say that, uh, like, the scientific observations should be made freely available but it's all well, of yeah it they available? say that but no absolutely not <laughs> that's not how this works man okay <laughs> uh, it should it should things should be open source but they're not like dude even individual labs like they won't publish everything because it's a competition to get into the most prestigious journals like cell yeah. or nature you want to get into those journals so if you have a lead You'll publish just what you need to get that prestigious publication, and you will not publish certain things that you know give you an edge over the other people yeah. competing for that same finding. This happens all the time. So like, I'm just saying, like, people are censoring, like, literally scientists publicly funded through, like, government grants, they self-regulate like that. So to think that nation states aren't self-regulating like that, it, you'd be crazy to think. I just, I don't see that. Yeah. You know what you I got mean? A point. Like, it's like yeah. fucking, yeah. So I'm sure that, but to your point, that I would love to do an episode on what's actually going on or like the publicly available information on the science there. But my my understanding was because it's such a pristine area, a lot of it was like climate related or like ecosystem related or like, core like drilling core samples yeah and like just like how deep down in the ice like what do we find it was like a lot of shit like that hmm. is what it seemed like and there's penguins and stuff so like if you it's the only place you're gonna study like penguins like that <laughs> you can't study them in a zoo i've seen penguins <laughs> in the zoo yeah. <laughs> what about the zoo speaking of scientists there was this was an interesting case study i found there was a poisoned scientist in Antarctica. <laughs> so there's this Australian <laughs> astrophysicist or astrophysicist. He was allegedly poisoned and killed at a base in May 2000. Before they did an autopsy, they thought it was just natural causes because it's like Ant- the Antarctica and it's like crazy. Yeah. But after they did the autopsy in New Zealand, they revealed that he did he died from methanol poisoning and he was only 32. So like Pretty young scientist dies of methanol poisoning. The coroner said that it was unlikely that he ingested the methanol knowingly. Hmm. So it, it's it's crazy. 
So it seems like there's this scientist out there. They they did the New Zealand police launched an investigation, but there was because there's no legal system in Antarctica. It's like how do you even investigate this? So like nothing came of it, and the cause of like the fatal methanol poisoning, it's it's never been determined to this day. So you could just kill people in Antarctica. That's my point. Yeah, you could you can just go there and like if if you if you just don't get caught like red handed. Yeah. It seems like you can just murder people in Antarctica. It's <laughs> <laughs> good to know. So be weary of people that say, "Let's go to a cruise to Antarctica," or yeah, exactly. Let's go those tour fuckers Antarctica. on your cruise ship. Like if they if they take you out, yeah, <laughs> no one's gonna know. Like the oh, it's just methanol poisoning. Like I don't know, hmm. wasn't me. <laughs> he fell overboard. <laughs> Everyone saw it. <laughs> I mean, nobody saw it. <laughs> yeah. No, no. So that's crazy. So I'm just like, I'm wondering because I was saying earlier, right, that there's like hundreds of deaths yeah. there. It's like it kind of makes you wonder. It's like, I don't know, like some guy and his wife. He like hates his wife, and they just like go on a cruise there. And she freezes to death somehow. <laughs> You would never know. And it's like not like you're going to find shit either. Like if there's a blizzard and stuff, like yeah. shit just is gone. Also, like there might be a serial ki- killer in Antarctica that just nobody oh, knows how about. Crazy is that? <laughs> just roams around, just kills people. Just some fucking gimp in the mountains yeah. <laughs> coming out, slashing people. Fuck, that's scary as fuck. As far as the reasons for the restricted access, a lot of what I was reading, like the reason Antarctica is off limits, is just simply harsh. Like you can freeze to death at any point because it's minus 90 degrees Celsius or minus 130 Fahrenheit. They have these, they're called catabatic winds, which is a cool word. Maybe that's the word of the podcast, catabatic. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> they, it's just like accelerating winds and they get up to 125 miles per hour. So that's, that's that's pretty harsh, but the thing is, when they're going, like they're triggering blizzards, and like these things will last for days. Um, and I don't know, like if you've ever been, I don't know, have you ever been in like a forested area and like it starts snowing like pretty bad? I don't like you kind of. It's pretty easy, even if you know the the area well. Like you do get turned around. You're like, yeah. oh fuck! I thought I was here, but I'm not. As soon as it's like kind of like a whiteout, and I've had that happen like at like a park, which I know very well. Yeah. Hmm. So I can't imagine if you're out. I don't, you know, like you're like in this, you're on a glacier walking or some shit, and a blizzard happens. It's like good luck. I don't think you're gonna find your way out of there. Yeah. No, you have a good point. Like even hunters that like hunt in the same woods for years and years, like. Like like you said, if they're in the woods and there's a whiteout, they just get turned around and lost for days and so, people die all the time. Yeah. So uh, I guess that's a lot of the reason. Um, the other, they don't, they want it to be pristine in, in a pristine environment for scientific study. That was another reason I found um, just related to this. You find a lot of, uh, when you're looking into why it's off limits, people are like, oh, there's no, why, why aren't there planes allowed over it? Um, two of the reasons I found was that it's just risky. So there's no airports to land in emergencies. And I guess there's a rule made in the 1980s. It was like, if you're in a flight 
like a commercial flight, you need to be within 60 minutes of an airfield, which would just not be possible. So there's kind of like a rule there, I guess. I don't know. And the other thing I found was just because it's at the South Pole, it interferes with magnetic navigation tools. Those were some reasons. So like why there's no flight over it, that's that's why. Yeah, I mean, even with winds at 125 miles per hour or blizzards, it's like you can't land a plane on that. No. So I think I think that, like to me, I, w- I wasn't suspicious. I don't know. I'm not saying shit isn't happening there. Like, like we've already kind of been over, but the reasons why like a simpleton, not a simpleton, that's not the right word. Just a common person can't just do whatever the fuck they want there. Yeah. It's like, I think there's like, no, who's going to fly you? Like they don't want to, like, even if you paid a company to do it, it's like, they're like, I'm not taking that risk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not that simple. It's just like literally harsh. Yeah, and I mean, there are flights that go there uh, just to, like, drop off supplies and everything, but there's no flights that, like, go through the main mainland of it. Yeah, you need, like, a daredevil. Like, if yeah. you wanted, like, as an individual to, like, fly over Antarctica, you would need to find a crazy pilot who just, like, loves risks, and you'd have to pay them a fuckload of money. Like, you, you could do it. It's just, like, who would do that, though? That's yeah. the problem. So it's not, I don't know, to me, it didn't seem like there was, I think like, I think you could do it if you wanted to. I don't think you're going to get like shot out of the sky. Yeah. Based on what I was looking at. Although that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Um, There's a lot of tourism there actually. So it's, it's, it's like I was saying, it's not exactly like off limits. You could go there to certain areas at certain times. And I was like, it's funny. So you can actually, you can fly there through Swoop Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> they, they literally, yeah, Swoop Airlines. Um, Discount Airlines? <laughs> it's funny. I think it's a different name. I think it's, I think they have the same name. I think it's two different companies. Oh. <laughs> it's just funny because, <laughs> yeah, it, it, for those who don't, in Canada, Swoop is like an ultra budget airline. So like you can fly for like eighty bucks to like decently far places. Yeah, um, it, it was just funny when I was looking it up. It's like Swoop Airlines. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I wouldn't fucking trust that <laughs> shit. Before we continue the episode, if you are enjoying our Not Off Limits public podcast, the people you hang out with probably will too. Solid and please pass on this episode to your social media friends on Facebook, Twitter, or other platforms. We would definitely appreciate your support. I'd also like to take this time to shout out some of our valued listeners. Huge shout out to longtime listeners and Patreons of the podcast, Spurgelicious Asshat and David Cheesem for re-upping their support on Patreon. These two pioneered their own tiers on Patreon, and we thank you both immensely. Also, shout out to Big Balls Small Wiener on Patreon for upgrading from our Ride the Wave tier to our Slap That Ass tier on Patreon. Appreciate the support. Everyone else, please feel free to submit your topic or drink recommendations at www.theswervepodcast.com. Make good karma and vibes with all of you. Back to the show.
but you can fly there for it's about eleven thousand to sixteen thousand U.S. dollars for like a seven to ten day trip if you want to fly there. Yeah, the flight um, alone is going to be like and shit. three thousand to four thousand USD. Yeah, so it, I mean, like it, it's you you actually can go there, and it's it's a lot of money, but it's like it's not it's doable if you wanted to. Most common way is boat. They have a lot of cruises that go there, and people like get off on boats and then like walk around and shit but you can get chartered flight there there are no commercial flights and i think that's for the reasons i was saying there's just like it's just not it's just harsh it's not near an airport it's not near an airfield but wait so in the 1980s they made this like law where you have to be within 60 miles of an air base or whatever 60 minutes yeah 60 minutes but there's no rules in antarctica there's no laws (laughs) Yeah, but I guess to leave, once you're there, you're good, I guess. I guess maybe it's private like business policies for commercial flights or whatever. Never mind. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that go there, actually. So, like, uh, 20, the 2018 or 2019 season, there was 55,000 visitors. Wow. And then the 2019 to 2020, that increased to... 75,000 visitors. So it's like, it's not off limits. It's just like, if you go there, don't expect to get in like a deep underground military base or yeah. whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but that's obvious. It's like, you can't do that anywhere. Like, you're not going to get into the base. Yeah. So uh, to me, it, it's off limits, but it's like not in the way you would, or it is, it's off limits in the exact way you would think it would be. I mean, you can't go into Area 51. No. You can't go into other military bases. So Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's just yeah. To me it's it's obvious that, that would be the case. Um, but there seems to be a lot of conspiracy. It's like, well, why? And it's like, well, cause they're fucking doing shit. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Like, what are you you're just gonna go and like like you, you just get to walk in and see like all the re- like the experiments yeah. <laughs> and like like you just sit in on the meeting because like you're a fucking citizen. Like no, <laughs> sorry if you just realized like there's a hierarchy in society and like you're probably not at the top. <laughs> so my, my my tax dollars pay your salary. <laughs> if you think that's how this works, <laughs> I I don't know. Read some Frederick Hayek or Murray <laughs> Rothbard. Anyways. <laughs> uh, one thing, so on a lot of the tourism stuff, they say if you feel like you're going to go there, they're like, don't expect to be rescued. Like if you get lost somewhere or like something or like you, you're drowning, like they're like, we're prob- like you're probably just going to be dead. So there actually is risk. If, even if you go on like a cruise and stuff, like they're like, don't expect to be rescued. Like we will leave you. <laughs> Or if we're not going to find you. Yeah. Ship <laughs> is sailed. Problem. Yeah. And I honestly, like, maybe that's, that entices some folks. They're like, yeah, I'll bring my, <laughs> bring my bitch out there. <laughs> Just a bunch of, like, emo kids. I want to go on a cruise to Antarctica. It's like, yeah, it's like a, a unique suicide. <laughs> So there's an International Association of Antarctica Tour Operators called IATO. <laughs> and they were founded in 1991 to organize responsible tourism. So that's their job to ensure the Antarctic Treaty is respected. 
So some rules that they have, you're supposed to keep your distance and never feel feed the wildlife. Uh, I was reading this one article is like, there's two reports of elephant seals falling off cliffs due to tourist behavior. And I was <laughs> like, and the article framed it as like, it was like this like deep, sad, like horrific thing. They're like these elef- poor elephant seals. And I'm just like, have you ever watched like, you know, like the blue planet or like they have like these things. Did yeah. you ever watch the one where the elephant seals are flying off the cliffs and shit? No. No? No. Dude, they literally just like, they just like accumulate around a cliff uh, and they'll just lay there. And because there's so many of them, they literally just like fall off and get fucked. Like they fall <laughs> like, I'm, I, I'm sort of laughing at this, but like. They like they're like flipping and shit and like they don't even know what happens and they just get completely <laughs> fucked. <laughs> they just wake so up just from a nap, about- falling. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. And like when you watch these documentaries, it's like sad music and all that shit. And it's like it's like because we're encroaching on their territory. I'm like, no, dude. Like they're just actually fucking stupid. Like yeah. they're sleeping on a cliff. <laughs> And they're like, oh, and they have it like in slow motion. It's like, na, 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 na. And it's like this big fucking element seal flipping shit slowly. You can like see its arms. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's terrible, but I don't know. It's just funny. And this article reminded me of that. I'm like, well, I bet you there's more than two dying. Like, I bet you this isn't the first elephant seal to fall off a cliff. Yeah. Sorry. But anyways, that's what they were saying. And it's terrible. It's a terrible tragedy. We need to... The pristine environment. Uh, <laughs> never bring non-native species to the continent. Um, so that's a rule they have. But so far, despite this being a rule, there's 72 invasive invertebrates, 8 invasive mammals, and 8 invasive bird species introduced. So, Iato I- or whatever the fuck, you guys aren't doing a good job. Um... That's like over 80 fucking invasive species. Yeah. So, yeah, it didn't work. Um, They're like, keep noise to a minimum. Like, yeah, well, I just thought that was funny. Mm. Okay. Quiet hours. Yeah, it's like, okay, like, what is Antarctica? Like, what? (laughs) Like, if I start yelling, like, just try, like, you're not going to, like, stop me. Because it's like past 10 p.m. It's Antarctica. Cool. Um, they're like, you got to watch where you walk because there's Antarctic moss and lichen, and those are protected. So you just got to be, you just can't step on moss. Um, and there's strict transportation rules, some restricted areas, obviously, like the scientific study areas. Um, there's no passing tourism through those spaces. And what I thought was interesting, you're not allowed to take any souvenirs such as rocks with you. So they don't have a gift shop? <laughs> they have a gift shop but you can't apparently you can't like pick up stuff and take it and i'm like well okay oh you gotta you gotta pay for it <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you could smuggle a rock if you wanted to but there's fines i think what did i see like ten thousand it's like a year in prison or ten thousand hmm. dollars you get caught with a rock from antarctica i just think that's funny it's just fucking one of those things and you can't litter, obviously. So having said all that, there's actually a lot of... Like, that was kind of a 
an overview of what the hell is going on in Antarctica and like why it's off limits and stuff. But there's like a bunch of weird things that I came across. Did, did you come across like weird shit? Yeah, but uh, I also want to like another fun fact. Um, like 90% of meteorites that strike Earth are like in Antarctica. That's crazy. Do you know why? No. Fuck, that's weird. Oh, um, that doesn't make they, sense. They have some like theories of to like, okay, so 90% of the meteorites that we've discovered have been discovered hitting like Antarctica or like that have hit Antarctica. And I guess some of the reasons why is um, it's all white there. So you could see it's easier to see where the impact oh, is. It's easier to find. Yeah. Okay. They think that might be it. Cause I was kind of taking an alien angle. I'm like, cause that's where all the aliens are fucking. Yeah. Maybe. Hey, for their bases. Hey, could be, but it also makes sense. Just like, it would just be easy to see. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's this guy, Admiral Byrd. He's come up in a few of our topics in the past. Um, but this is like one of the main guys. You always hear him mentioned in Antarctica. He he alleged... Uh, so one of the reasons like people are like, oh, it's off limits. And what Admiral Byrd saw could play a part into that. So he allegedly found or flew over like an underground civilization called Agartha. We have a whole episode on that, actually, if listeners want to hear that. But the idea is like, you know, that's they're protecting that there's this other civilization. They just don't want people to see it. Yeah. So that's one thing I came across. He also did claim um, that like they needed to set up military bases in polar regions because there's a lot of unknown crafts reported and they could be defense threats. So this is like 19 in the 1940s or something. So like that kind of maybe with your meteorite thing, like that could even play into that. There's just a lot of crafts and stuff he was saying. Yeah. Based on like his own exploration that he was doing. But having said all that, Admiral Byrd was actually institutionalized and silenced. So they put him in a mental institution hmm. and he's stayed there. <laughs> That's interesting. So it's like, was he onto something and he was silenced or like what? I don't know. Or was he crazy from the get go? Yeah, that we don't know. This is one of those guys, it's like we could do a whole topic on that and figure it out. But for now, that's all I have. Kind of talked about nukes and shit. There's this Operation Argus. Um, so remember I was saying like the US, they're like, oh, we're going to nuke it. We're going to nuke it. And everyone's like, I don't think so. So they banned it. Well, they went ahead and did it anyway. <laughs> Operation Argus. Uh, they tested nukes near Antarctica. So allegedly it was just near Antarctica and they wanted to better understand how nukes function in high altitude and cold climates. So that was the reason. And what's funny about Operation Argus is like all the documents and film reel from the launches and stuff were destroyed. So there's like no Hmm. evidence of the actual launches and stuff. It's just, there's just knowledge of the operation. So the question is like, why? Like, why Why were you firing nukes towards Antarctica? It's kind of weird. Yeah. What are you trying to hit? Like, is there an alien base? Is there a civilization? Is there... That's kind of the weird thing. And like, maybe that's why stuff's off limits, because like you don't want to come across like a nuke site. <laughs> you have to yeah. explain it. Or if there's like some radioactive animals, penguins that are there, just like 12-foot penguins. That just fuck you up. <laughs> it's just like, like what, like 
fucking penguin man or something. Yeah. <laughs> he has he has all the he has all the strengths of the emperor penguins, but none of their weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> he, he like swim in like cold water, but like when he's he doesn't waddle, like he can run. <laughs> he's so fast. He's getting away. That penguin's getting away. He just runs. <laughs> Uh, that might as well be another Marvel movie. They're so fucking shitty anyways these days. <laughs> Come out with Penguin Man. <laughs> Sounds more like a DC thing. Yeah, uh, DC's been off the charts for a while. But well, there was a Penguin, right? And Batman? Yeah, Penguin. Which is like a fat guy. <laughs> like, he's a penguin yeah <laughs> just had like a weird nose and fat and short. yeah wasn't he he was just like he was just like deformed like he had like some like his you know he's just like a deformed guy like he had like some like issues with his hands <laughs> like his fingers didn't quite develop right and like he's a fucking penguin <laughs> he's just like he's like a disabled guy yeah like, fuck that guy he's an evil penguin Batman beats the shit out of him all the time. <laughs> He's just like this disabled fat guy. We're like, fuck yeah. Why is Batman. he so fat? <laughs> Why is he so fat? He can't even use his arms to eat. <laughs> yeah, Batman's a bully. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah, it is. He's bullying this disabled guy, and the Joker's just like got some like mental health issues. <laughs> Batman's like fucking him up all the time. Robin is like, why do I have to wear all these tights? Why do you keep making me wear these tights? And Batman's like, you wear the tights. And like beats the shit out of him and fucks him. <laughs> you want to be my sidekick, right? Yeah. This is what my sidekick does. <laughs> what are you doing to me? Yeah, dude, Batman's a fucking psychopath if you actually think about it. And his, bu- he, his butler is like just a slave. It's not even a butler. He's just like, this is my slave. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck Batman. Yeah. Trying to think of what his butler's name is. Uh, Arthur. Oh fuck, what is his name? Jeeves? No. No, not Ask Jeeves. I forget his name. Uh, I, I, it's, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I don't remember. Alfred. Yeah, Alfred. Pennyworth. Jesus Worth Christ. a penny. His last name is Penny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this is fucked. We need to write a letter to fucking <laughs> Disney or some shit. I'm sick of this. Yeah, cancel Ben Affleck. Cancel Batman. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. Fucking racist, misogynist, Batman, <laughs> ableist, ageist. Pedophile. <laughs> Pedo- yeah, dude, fuck this guy. Um... Anyways, let's get let's uh this next Operation High Jump. This is one we could do a whole topic on. But I'll just briefly mention it here. 1946, there was US the US Navy sent troops to Antarctica to train in cold conditions. That was like the objective. But they sent like 4700 soldiers. Hmm. So like that's a lot of soldiers to send. So the idea was that I guess they were also trying to set up a military base. And it's kind of interesting because, like, they're like, well, we don't want military activity here. Yeah. Um, but they did. This was before the Antarctica Treaty, though. So, sure. But it, like, lasted a few months. And then, allegedly, the weather got too severe, so they left. Um, but some believe the U.S. Navy was actually sent there to 
or they were actually attacked by unknown crafts when they were sent there. And the reason people believe this is because there's uh, an alleged leaked Soviet KGB report that corroborates this. Hmm. Um, and in that report, I guess it said that one craft was shot down allegedly. So the idea is it wasn't, they weren't sent there to uh, like train in the cold climate. Cause if you were just going to go train in the cold climate, right. You'd send like one ship with like, I don't know. I don't know how many people are on a ship. Let's say like hundreds yeah. and thousands. Um, but the reason there was thousands sent was that maybe this was meant to fight off some kind of invasion from a mysterious force. And then it also kind of ties into the nuclear bomb testing with project Argus. It's like, you know, in combination with high jump, you send all these soldiers out there and like these, this force to go fuck shit up, but you're also like nuking the place. Like maybe there's a reason that you're doing this. Maybe you're fighting off something, trying to keep it under wraps, whether it's like a craft, like an extraterrestrial or whether it's Agartha. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not saying I believe this. I'm just saying this is what I found. Well, I mean, in the uh, Godzilla movie, I think I've mentioned this on other episodes too. <laughs> uh, but in the Godzilla, the Godzilla movie, movie is one of our best sources. <laughs> yeah, they take Godzilla to the Antarctic, and there's a hole that just goes into his own world, like where he's from. So what was it? We did an episode on that page, the Super Bowl of Cola Cola Hole or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that what a Super Bowl? Yeah, there's actually like a twelve. What is it? Twelve? It's twelve. I think it's twelve kilometers deep. It's like a massive deep fucking hole. Yeah. Anyways, they drilled into hell. We have an episode on it. Episode 14? Patreon? I don't know. Anyways, fucking sign up for Patreon. It's $1. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The other thing I found, alien life. So there's a lot of like on Google Earth stuff, you find like weird pyramid structures or like megalithic structures. You can like, if you want to fuck around on YouTube or Google Earth, you can find some shit. And we, we actually had a listener send us, um, I tried looking into this, but I couldn't find it. She sent us these photos of these like big black balls. <laughs> this sounds. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said that, I'm like, yeah, I'm not recovering from this. Um, it's just Batman's balls. <laughs> oh my God, they're so big um, and they're so black. <laughs> But no, there's like these massive black, like picture like, like they pick like a rubber ball, but like eight feet tall. And she was asking, she's like, like, these are, I found these on Google Earth. Like, can you figure out what these are? And I, I tried looking into it. I couldn't figure it out, but it kind of ties in. If you just want to like fuck around on Google Earth, you can find some weird shit. There's a lot of like alleged bases, crash landings, stuff like that. So the idea is that there's like, the reason things are off limits is because like there's alien shit. Yeah. So to address yeah, those enough. big black balls, uh, I have my own theories <laughs> on it. Uh, to me, it just okay. looks like a, a research dome, like a dome building. Uh, and the reason that they're black is maybe you want to heat up the building from the sun by like absorbing all the all the rays. Solar. Yeah. Yeah. Or solar yeah, panels. Yeah. It could be yeah. that. Fuck. It. I mean, it could be. It just. I've That's seen, a like, good point. You just out there you just stuff. brought up like solar panels because everything around it is white. It's going to reflect the light, so you could have solar panels placed in any direction, and it'll still like absorb light. 
Man, ah, fuck, maybe. I just feel like you'd you'd build it different. Cause like the the I don't know how how do you say it? The part of the sphere that's parallel or not parallel, perpendicular to the the ground, it won't get the reflection. If you wanted to capture reflection, wouldn't you like just create a bunch of ang like like this? Like an inverted pyramid? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know. I feel, I don't know if it's a base. It, they kind of look like, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's like, who's, you could just, you just stand in it. That's all you could do. You just have to stand in it. I guess, but I don't know. From the pictures, you don't know how big they are. Well, maybe that's true. I haven't looked at them for a while, so I don't know. But my recollection, I thought they were, I thought they were like eight, ten feet tall. That's what I thought. But I, I don't know. I guess we, I don't know. I, I couldn't find anything. I saw there's a bunch of uh, this is fun. There's a bunch of blue balls out in Antarctica. <laughs> it's just I saw the black a balls bunch of those in the winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I didn't know what they were used for either. I just found a photo of it. Anyways, we'll 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 keep digging into that one. We'll figure it out one day. But the other thing I found that's interesting is like Nazi bases. And this one seems crazy, right? Kind of seems Wait, crazy. We already talked about the pyramids. I thought so. Yeah. Did we? It's just like weird Google Earth shit out there. Okay. Yeah. I guess. That's all I had to say. I don't know. I feel like the pyramids are a very weird one. Why are they there? Well, I don't even believe that they're pyramids. Maybe that's why I just dismissed it. Why not? Well, because it's like a Google Earth image. It's not... I mean, like... Yeah. That's they had not it enough. in Alien vs. Predator. Well, then I... Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The pyramids weren't really getting me. Um, no, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. We, we again we could look into all this a lot deeper this wasn't the the focus <laughs> are you crushing that the fuck i'm almost done yeah that was epic it's good um yeah i'm on my uh my red double right now so these nazi bases this seems crazy but we'll talk about it. Um, the theory is that there's some members of the Nazi party that escaped World War II with advanced technology that included UFO-like crafts, and they fled to Antarctica. Now, we actually talked about this theory. I don't actually think we've talked about it on any of the main episodes. I actually think it's two Patreon episodes. There's like a Hitler death conspiracy episode, and then we also briefly mentioned it when we did the deep underground military bases on patreon um but here's the thing uh when we did that episode it's i think it's patreon episode three this is like the hitler death conspiracy that he didn't actually die he escaped um there actually was this is legitimate there were many routes set up to escape from germany to argentina this is known like this yeah. isn't this isn't um conspiracy like this is a very well-known thing Part of the conspiracy is some people believe Hitler escaped 
through these routes, whether or not that's true. Um, I don't know. Like, listen to the episode. There's some evidence, but there's also a lot against it. But my point here is that these routes did exist, and we know that Argentina is it's relatively close to Antarctica. Like, that's why it was one of those countries that signed on, yeah. because it was close. So if we know that there's escape routes to Argentina, and Argentina's involved in Antarctica, it's not outside the realm of possibility that maybe there was a route to Argentina and then a route to Antarctica. Yeah. That's not crazy. What better place especially, to hide? Especially given the expeditions that Nazi Germany was doing to Antarctica. Um, like Hitler sent scouts there to explore Antarctica and there's literal photos, like authentic photos of Germans like carrying Nazi flags in Antarctica during their expeditions. So the point is, it's not, it's not crazy to think that maybe there was Germany had something set up there. Yeah. Near Argentina. In fact, there are like, have you seen these documentaries where there's like, like Nazi colonies in Argentina. It's yeah. like a bunch of white Germans and they yeah. like literally still live in Argentina and speak German. And they, yeah, yeah they speak German. And sh- yeah. So like, this is interesting. This is this theory, although it seems crazy, it's, it's not. Yeah. Um, so to me, it, it does seem like I can totally buy that. That was a potential location to like bug out, but where this gets the leap, the swerve on this is, did they take advanced secret technology that was like crazy? Cause like you, you, we've brought this up a couple times. I think there's so many stories of like advanced German tech. Like they had like the wonder waffle or whatever, the wonder waffle was like some kind of advanced technology that would lead them to dominate the world, Hmm. but they couldn't quite grasp it. Some people think it was alien. Yeah. Um, You know what I'm thinking about right now? is (laughs) is <laughs> try and guess what i'm thinking about right now go ahead try uh, no <laughs> uh wonder bar no <laughs> ah. <laughs> i'm thinking about uh superconductors um okay yeah because usually they have to be like it has to be really really cold for them to like operate yes. right so it could be a place where you know you're able to do this research oh well let's and like levitate and like you know, move yeah. really, really fast. For the audience, a superconductor is essentially what you're doing. So it, when you run current or electricity through anything, like just wires, there's resistance. Yeah. So you can only do so much with that resistance. But if you have a superconductor, which is basically at absolute zero, um, there is no resistance. So any electrical signal you send, it's limitless. Like it, it'll just... Yeah. It'll just never stop because there's no resistance in that line. So what you're saying is, I guess, if you already have, it, it'd be easier to operate a superconductor. And there's like weird properties. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't even, I'm not even going to claim like I know what the weird properties are. But like, I know that there's a lot of weird properties with superconductors. So maybe there's something to that. Antarctica would be a, optimal space yeah i mean you could just like levitate something off of it and travel at really fast speeds all over antarctica as long as like the conditions are cold enough yeah i think but the thing that's true 
But like absolute zero. What's absolute zero? Isn't it like minus? Oh, it's. I can't even remember. You're not even close to it. But like we can already run superconductors. They're just not efficient because you have to make everything super cold. But if you kind of reduce the amount. It'd be easier. Yeah, yeah. it'd be easier. I don't know. It was just the thought that popped in my head when you said that. No, I'm, I'm on board with that thought. I'm on board with that. I just um, that'd be a, that'd be like one of those things we look into. That'd be something to look into further. So here's a fun fact: just while we're on the Nazi base, in 2016, Russia actually discovered an abandoned Nazi base in Antarctica. <laughs> hmm. You know, it was believed to be from like the expeditions. So it's like they were there, yeah, for sure. Who was there? I don't know, but like they were there <laughs> for sure. This isn't like fantasy. Um, so some people say maybe the soldiers from Operation High Jump were attacked by Nazis and their advanced technology in 1946. So that Operation High Jump, maybe it wasn't against extraterrestrials or like this Agartha inner earth civilization. Maybe it was like literally just Nazis. And maybe that's why Operation Argus, where they were sending nukes in the area, maybe they're just like, let's just fucking nuke this place. Not even worry about yeah, it. I mean, if you think about it, that's like right after the end of the World War, World War Two. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, actually, we still discovered Nazis that are over here. So it's the war isn't over yet until you, you know, get all of them, get all of them or get them to surrender or something. So. Yeah. yeah. So the timeline is interesting. Like, I would love to look more into it yeah. because it's that's like what crazy. It's a crazy one, but it's like it's so crazy. It might make sense. Yeah. You know. So my last one here, this one kind of grounds things. I mean, the other, these are all pretty out there, even if the Nazi base one is interesting, like it's still kind of out there. But this one is like grounded in science, and I, I like this one a lot. I just called it the water light volcano cave life theory. I don't think it's officially called that. But essentially what this is, so there's we talked about there being volcanoes there, and they erupt gold. <laughs> Um, I fucking love gold. Um, any, <laughs> um, there's like heat radiation from volcano, <laughs> volcanoes. <laughs> Holy shit. This red double is really fucking getting me. <laughs> so these volcanoes, they're, they're radiating heat and they'll melt the, the glaciers over time. And I guess what this led to over like geological timeframes is the formation of warm caves under the ice. So I guess there's like, a, there's many cave corridors and they're kind of, it's kind of like a labyrinth in certain parts of Antarctica. Um, specifically located at Erebus Mountain on Ross Island, there's these labyrinth like caves under the ice because of the volcanoes. And People speculate that there's light. Well, not even people. It's like scientists. Like they're actively investigating this shit. That life, if it's going to be in Antarctica, it's going to be in these cave systems. I'm not saying like, you know, like there's a a mammal. Yeah. But like it could be bacteria, something like that. Like a, a sponge. Godzilla. Or something. Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> um, 
because here's the thing like because you're melting the glaciers so you have like fresh water yeah so there's water we know that's a component all the life we know utilizes water there's also sunlight from the surface because like how the caves form picture like a bubble it like bubbles up through the glacier so you have like um sunlight actually can penetrate down to these caves Mm. So there's sun, so there's energy that can reach. Cause like you have to think, like, if there's life, um, there's two real energy sources, like the sun, and most of life uses the sun as an energy source. Yeah. Like the plants accumulate energy from the sun, and then herbivores eat that, and then like carnivores eat the the herbivores. So like it's but all the energy can be traced back to the sun, but it's the same thing from like volcanoes. Volcanoes are a source of energy. Yeah. So you have like weird ecosystems around like vents and shit in the ocean. So you could, the point being is like you can get sunlight and heat from the volcanoes. And like that in theory, we know that could support life and there's water. So it's like really interesting. Like there could be something there and it's just not explored enough just to put a bow on that there actually are dna sequences recovered from antarctica in these regions that have unknown matches so nice that's pretty Killing that's it. pretty cool yeah uh, and i didn't look enough into it so i i should have i would like again all the science stuff here i would love to have put more time into but it would have just we would have had a three-hour episode yeah because like when they say it doesn't have matches, I'm sure it does. Like I'm sure it's a part of like there's there's no when you put a sequence in like GenBank, it's like you're going to see something. It's not like, oh, this is completely not known. Like it's like gonna be related to something. Yeah. Unless it's a completely different life form, then it's like, I guess not. But the fact that it's DNA based, it's like, mm, it's probably like similar to this family of bacteria or this family of something. But the point is, when you put it in, there's not like an exact match. Hmm. But I want to know. I want to find the fucking paper that did that and like see what they actually found. Because I feel like it's that sentence is like really it makes you like, oh shit, there was no matches. But I bet you there. I bet you it was like seventy percent related to something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like kind of hyperbole. It's like cool, like headline. That's all I had. That's all I was appropriate to put in this episode anyway so that's the what did i call it the the water light volcano cave life theory could be life i just had some fun facts before we hop into final thoughts here so there's 11 babies born in antarctica they all lived so antarctica has the lowest infant mortality rate of any continent at zero percent so just say if you that's pretty cool but what's what's their (laughs) citizenship because there is no authority or government. No, because or... you would just, if you were uh, on like a U.S. cruise or uh, whatever authority you were with, yeah. that would be your citizenship, I okay. guess. But it's cool. But those 11 babies, like you could be like super baby. I don't know. Like, if, so, <laughs> if someone tried to take you to jail, you could just be like, I don't, this isn't my land or some shit. I'm I don't from know Antarctica, bro. Yeah. Can't fucking touch I'm me there. Antarctican. <laughs> I'm Antarctican. Suck my dick. <laughs> I'm from Agartha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to, you're drunk in public. You're gonna have to come with. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> I'm from Antarctica. You fuck. <laughs> no shit. 
My dad was Penguin from Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Batman. <clears throat> um, I, it's a, that's a cool fact. It's just... Babies are being born everywhere. Um, that'd be really cool. Um, the lowest, unless it was Batman, what? who <laughs> raped someone and they gave birth to uh-huh. the baby. I don't know. Uh-huh. Then it would be bad. I don't know. I'm just trying. To, I tried to find a way to shit on Batman quick while we're at the tail it's end like here. Epstein's Island, but Antarctica. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if that was a reality yeah. show? It's like Epstein's Island. <laughs> this time in the Arctic. And it's like all these like fucking pedophile scientists and like like Prince Charles is there and he's like, it's fucking chilly out here. But it's legal. How will they fare in Antarctica? <laughs> like, I don't know if she shit. likes me. Should I make her a friendship bracelet? It's like a 13-year-old fuck. That's bad. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. That's so fucked. <laughs> We've got oh five eligible 70-year-old bachelors and only one 13-year-old girl. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the Bachelor. Epstein, Antarctica. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. That's so evil, but so fucking... This is like, it's clown world. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about... Dude, there's probably so much shit that goes on. You thought Epstein Island was bad? Yeah. What about Antarctica? 5.5 million square kilometers or miles. Holy shit, dude. There's probably so much evil shit there. Holy fuck. <laughs> How will he fare in minus 90? It's just, oh my God. That's crazy. There's so many jokes there. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm actually like, I'm like, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, fuck. I thought like they were doing like CRISPR technology and like editing there. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe that's why it's off limits. Yeah. Jesus and Christ. bestiality isn't illegal there. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so one of those elephant seals. <laughs> That's probably what happened. They probably, some guy probably raped an elephant seal. And then the elephant seal was like, it was like, Just, the elephant seal was like, oh, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell the police. And they threw it off a fucking cliff. Just pushes it over. <laughs> no, you're not. Just kicks it over the edge. The elephant seal, I'm pregnant. Oh, shit. Pushes it over the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> They've had like an intimate secret relationship yeah. for like decades. The elephant seal's like, Prince Charles, I have something to tell you. And he's like, what is it? I'm pregnant. He just boots this <laughs> fucking <laughs> elephant seal off the edge. I'm the king of England now. Because <laughs> he is. Or what, it, whoever the fuck it is. Yeah, he died. Yeah. Someone else is king. Doesn't matter. He's a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking elephant seals out there. He fucked two elephant seals and threw them off a cliff. Did you hear about that? <laughs> You heard it here on the Swerve Podcast. <laughs> I think it was in that King Kong movie. <laughs> King Kong. It was Godzilla. Godzilla. Okay. Godzilla. <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't know. 
Epstein's Island. Little do they knew, Gorgula. Eats the bachelorette and then yeah. like eats Epstein. Epstein, that's well, Epstein's not dead. He's just like in Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> Come to my new island. What, what? Jesus Christ. I didn't think we were going to go on this rant, but that was holy fuck. Should I go back into fun facts? <laughs> yeah, I think so. So, fun fact uh, it's the lowest, the lowest landmass exists in Antarctica. So it's like the lowest point on Earth hmm. known um, landmass. I mean, not obviously not underneath the ocean, but it's three point four kilometers below sea level, and it's a piece of land. And I guess because the glaciers are so big there, um, it like just pushes the land down. So to put that in perspective, like the Earth's crust is like five to seven kilometers deep, and like this land is like half. It's like three point four kilometers. Yeah. So it's like halfway or more into the Earth's crust hmm. because of the glaciers. It's crazy. So it's like a big divot. That's cool. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, that's the th- fuck, dude. There's definitely some. You don't even need a deep underground military base. You just set it up, and it's under. It's three point four k underground. That's Jesus. a perfect place for God Godzilla to hide. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> um. There's an underground lake full of magma in Antarctica. Yeah. So they're throwing bodies. You, well, any evidence, they're just tossing it in there. There's also like rivers that are just red. Like they. Oh, yes, yes. But, I, didn't uh, know, but, I didn't look into it, though. But, but I they're saw red that. because of iron deposits. So it's like rust, pretty much. And it just appears red. Or it's just blood from all the dead fucking. Crisper babies. Elephant seals and crisper babies. <laughs> <laughs> All the dead elephant seals. That the that fucking Epstein fox. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's just like this massive, like, like all these bones. They don't appear human. They're elephant seal. It's just like thousands of bones <laughs> in this field of dead elephant seals <laughs> that were raped. By the by, elite globalists like Batman. <laughs> I don't know, man. My last point: Alan Hill's meteorite. So you, it's interesting that you mentioned a bunch of meteorites are found there because this meteor, a fragment, it's a fragment from Mars, and it was found there. And what's interesting? So this meteorite, it was from Mars, and what's cool about it? In the depths of the fragment, they found fossilized bacteria. Hmm. Here's the thing. We don't know, like, is the fossilized bacteria, is it extraterrestrial life? Like, is it bacteria from Mars or is it just from Earth? And you actually, like, caught from the air or, you know, somewhere on impact. Yeah. But if if it's not from Earth, this would be evidence of Martian life. It'd be the first ever found. Hmm. So I don't know. But there's no way to know. It's It's either from Earth or it's not. And there's no way to know. Because it's just a fossil. Like you can't, you can't recover the DNA from this one. Aliens are coming home. To it's Antarctica. Just fucking jizz from Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh my god! He's been a pedophile for five million years. <laughs> Godzilla. Godzilla. 
Oh, j'ai là. Okay. Let's let's go on a final thoughts. <laughs> What's your thoughts on Antarctica being off limits? Just period. Just general. Um, I think it's off limits for a reason that just, that isn't just about uh, safety or harsh conditions. I mean, there's good reasons why it is, but like, okay, okay. It's off limits one because there's no nobody claims it so you don't want anybody there because like you said there's really no laws that are, laws can't be administered there uh so you would just want to keep people off of it i i bet you if it was just like a part of the US or something um there'd be more areas that you could go to it would be like any other state where military bases are off limits but the rest of it go ahead because you can actually administer the law. So I think that's a big reason why it is off limits, but there has to be some weird stuff that either happened there still going on there. I'm, I'm a full believer that Antarctica is like full of secrets that we'll just never know about. I think I'm in the exact same boat. Like, I don't even think this, this final thoughts is anything to be long. Do I, we answered the question that we were we were tasked with investigating why Antarctica is off limits. My research found that it's clearly not off limits. You can go there. It's expensive, yeah. but you can. You could even be a scientist and go there. Like you want to stu- you don't even need to be a scientist. You could just be like an intern and be like, "Hey, I'll help you collect core samples." Like you you there are internships to Antarctica. Like you hmm. can it's internships not the right word. It's um Fuck, I forget. But you you actually could Google that right now and you would find you could go to Antarctica and like help a scientist out. Yeah. You can do that. Okay. But having said all that, um do I think like of course. Of course there's some fucking shit going on. And you would have no way of knowing. Yeah. You would be literally no way to know. Any weird genetic experiment or any weird like bio weapon um i'm sure it's going on there and i would bet so like let's talk smallpox for a second um i'm sure that there's like stocks of smallpox there or stocks of like i'm sure the cdc like stores very deadly known or engineered bacteria or viruses in that location because the risk of uh, contamination is low. Yeah. And then you have it if you need it. Yeah. Of course. We, but we would never know. So it's just speculation. Like, But it just makes, to me, it makes so much sense. And I don't think, I, we're talking these nation states. Like, of course they're going to fuck around. Yeah. We see how they fuck around already. It's like, of course. Yeah. You don't think the CIA has some weird shit there? You don't think? Of course. And like just the fact that there's so much natural resources there and like we're just supposed to believe like, oh, yeah, it's off limits. Nobody can have it. Well, 
one, if nobody could have it, like, why would there still be such a big interest there? Like, not even in today, but like even Nazi yeah. Germany, there's always just been interest in like wanting to go there and wanting to like use it for whatever purpose. Yeah. And also, it's well, yeah, just it's not like massive. So even if you, yeah, couldn't do something, it's easy to get away with it. It's like, uh, well, a hundred percent. But it's like, do we really believe that the only reason that like all these nations are investing in this area is because they want to like preserve elephant seals? Is that really the reason? Yeah. <laughs> they just want to like preserve penguins and elephant seals and like dig ice. No. It's because it's fucking lawless and there's no way to regulate it. Although it does seem like the U.S. does have the upper hand in regulating the area. It's still like, come on. Yeah. That could be like just in their basis too, though, that they have. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you read into it, but like maybe the U.S. Marshals stationed there are just like, okay, for the research stations that we have, you kind of are there to be a presence of the law, not necessarily the research bases in other sections. My reading was that they're kind of like, they fuck around. Oh. Like, I think they're kind of like everywhere. Okay. <laughs> uh, or at least try to be. I don't know if you can. Like, I don't think you literally could. Yeah. But, um, hmm. and I'm sure there's like espionage going on and shit too. Like, I'm sure there's like, um, like every base that's there is known and I'm sure that anything like, well, why'd they go out over there? Let's go take a look. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm here. Like, I want to just see what you guys are up to, you know, sharing science, sharing knowledge. Like, what the fuck's going on? It's like, okay, but like, why is there 10 of you and why do you all have like machine guns? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, we're just here for the, we're guarding the scientists. We just want to know what's going on. Like, I'm sure there's shit like that. Like, you're on a snowmobile, you follow people out. Yeah. Why are they digging over here? Why are they over here? What are they doing? I mean, Google has satellites over there. I'm sure that different nation states have various yeah. ways of uh, hmm. monitoring the area. But um, out of the, so I think we're on the same agreement there. Like, there's definitely shit going on. Out of any of the weird theories, were there any that um, you would put like more than fifty percent likelihood in, or something? Um, probably. So here's here's my thing. <laughs> okay, my whole thing is like, okay, I do think that there was alien technology, maybe not like extraterrestrial, but like ancient civilizations that lived there and they had their own technology, the pyramids, etc. The Nazis knew about it. They went over there to try and like gather that information, take the technology or whatever. Um it was right after the Second World War. The U.S. got scared, so they launched Operation High Jump and then Operation Argus to try and dis- destroy it. So I think all that is connected. But it starts with, like, there is something there, ancient civilization or technology. The Nazis wanted it. So did the U.S. The U.S. launched all these operations to try and take it back or capture it. We should look into that for an episode. That'd be good. Because I'm, like, actually curious. Yeah. I'm super curious what's going on. Something's going on. But you can't find that information. Like, it's all secret. Well, we might be able to find some, like, old documents. 
Like, because you can find, like, Operation Argus and stuff. I'm sure even High Jump. But. But yeah, that's my theory on Antarctica. I like it. I like it. I'm partial to the Nazi base. I well, for sure there's a base. Um, I just think I think there's something. There's more to it. Yeah, there's more to it. Did you know that like even in like ancient Greece they knew about Antarctica? No, I didn't. Or that there was like this massive like landmass at the very su- southern part of the planet. And like philosophers would write about it as like the area of like I can't remember, but it's like all in Latin or whatever. But it's just like this unknown icy area is what it like translates to. So they've known about it for a long time. They just couldn't couldn't get there because there was like a ice barrier that you couldn't get past. Well, yeah, even if you could get there at that time, like yeah. if you're just on a boat, yeah, you're fucked. But the fact That's that they crazy. knew about it, like there's there was this landmass there that was frozen back then. That's peculiar. Yeah. Fuck. Well, it sounds like we're on the same page, but yeah, no, this topic uh, it brought up more things than it solved. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Should we roll out of this? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so first and foremost, thank you to um, Sidestepping the Sun, a Canadian rock band that made the intro and outro music to the podcast. Um, thank you to them for doing that. Also, um, fuck, dude, I had this red double, man. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. Oh, Ellie Kateko, unofficial sponsor, still the podcast. Um, I just like Ellie Kateko. I love spicy food, and I eat it um, essentially every day. And I just think if you like spicy food and you're a listener, you're going to love El Yucateco hot sauce. It's a habanero-based hot sauce. There's no calories, so you can flavor up your food and like still cut, um, still eat non-excessive calories and, and still have good-tasting food. Um, I don't know. Put it in scrambled eggs. Put it on sandwiches. Put it on uh, – use it as ketchup sometimes for things. It's just good. It's got a lot of bite to it. It's not ketchup bullshit. Um, that's all. I, I don't know. That's it. That's all I have to say. All right. And just one more time for the listeners, if you enjoyed this episode, um, please make sure to check out our other episodes that we've released. Uh, Also, uh, check out the episodes on our Patreon. So patreon.com slash the Swerve Podcast. Right there, you'll find two tiers. There's a $1 Ride the Wave tier. That'll give you access to all the bonus episodes that we release on a monthly basis to the Patreon fans. You'll get access to that entire library. Uh, for $3 a month, you'll hit that slap the ass tier. And what that'll give you, it'll give you all those episodes, um, but you'll also get all the new releases a few days before everyone else. So you'll get them on Sundays rather than our typical drop time of Wednesdays. So you'll be in the know before anyone else has had, uh, before any of your friends or regular common listeners. Hell yeah. Having said that, we do have... Um, we have a fucking we have a website. Uh, www.theswervepodcast.com. If you would like to submit a topic or a drink recommendation, you can do that by going to www.theswervepodcast.com and submit your topic or drink. That will be the the easiest way to do that. Um, 
What? Oh, sticker packs. We 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 are giving out sticker packs for people who leave five star written reviews on Apple Podcasts. Um, we always say Apple Podcasts, but here's I don't. Spotify also has written reviews too now. They didn't in the past, but they've had it for some time now. So either or, if you want to leave a five star written review on Spotify or a five star written review on Apple Podcasts, just screenshot that and DM it to us, and we will send you three weatherproof stickers for free um, from the Swerve Podcast. It's an easy way to support us, and you get free stickers. Yeah, with that being said, um, there's other ways to interact with us too. So all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, you can comment, reach out to us, DM us, um, your drink or topic recommendations as well. Uh, But please do use the website. Uh, And just interact with us on our stuff. Make sure to like our posts. Uh, You'll find our uh, our drink posts there as well. So what we've drank on the episode or are going to drink on a future episode, you'll find pictures of those drinks there along with uh, the sticker pack that you can get. So the stickers that we feature in those drink posts are the same ones that you are eligible for in that sticker pack. So Sick. Slap that ass. And ride the wave. Keep making me wear these tights, and Batman's like, "You wear the tights!" Like beats the shit out of him and fucks him. <laughs>